Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. All right, let's all say amen. Thank you, uh, Brother Boyd, for uh, the warm, touching prayer, and thank you, uh, Parker, for our scripture reading on today. Well, we're going to get into the word of the Lord on today. You have your word, those of you that do, and uh, those of you that just, just follow along with me as we get into the teaching of the Lord. Well, again, as I say, this is the last uh, day of the, the old year, and we're looking forward to going into the new year, uh, 2024. I tell you, time is really uh, moving. It's not standing still. And so we just thank God for amen opportunity to come to you on today to talk about amen what the lord has given me in scripture to bring to uh your attention and so you have your bible in colossians some say colossians uh but some say colossians Col uh, colossians or colossians the fourth chapter is where we're going to take our thought from the book of colossians the fourth chapter okay and looking at the word of the lord here uh, in Colossians, uh, the fourth chapter, verse number one, Paul starts out by saying, Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal. Uh, Paul is, uh, uh, it, Lord bless his earthly ministry. And when I think about the life of Paul, God used this man mightily, mightily to uh, uh, get the Christian faith, amen, on the map caused many believers brothers and sisters to come to Christ God used him mightily and so in in his uh, ministry Paul had uh, all kinds of people that came to him and, and and gave their life to the Lord people that owned that were entrepreneurs that owned business and people that that was just of all walk of life and backgrounds uh, bond and free Amen. Jews and Gentiles came to the Lord through the teaching of the Apostle Paul. And here he, he starts out by saying, Masters, he talked about those uh, businesses, those men who own businesses, and not only did they own businesses, but they had people working for them. And he called them, he said, well, you masters, uh, make sure you give unto your servants, those people that are working for you, that which is just and give them that which is equal. In verse, then he goes said, knowing that you also have a master in heaven, so you may run a, a large uh, cooperation down here on earth, but, but you have a master in heaven who's over you, so you make sure you treat your uh, employees right, or those that are working for you, because uh, God is over you, and you may be over your uh, 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 employees, but make sure you give them that which is just and equal, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Then he goes on to say, uh, talking to the uh, Colossian saints, he said, continue in prayer. No matter what happened, no matter what's going on in life, it's very, very important that you and I continue in prayer. Keep on praying. Sometimes you pray, it seems like you, you, it's nothing happening. Sometimes it seems like your prayers uh, are, are going unanswered. 
But here, Paul is saying, continue in prayer. Don't go back what it looked like. Keep on persevering. Keep on doing what you're doing. Seem like, I know many of you probably feel like you just ain't getting nowhere. But believe me, don't let the devil fool you. The devil will have you think that you're not getting anywhere. Because wherever there is struggle, there is progress. The devil don't want you to, to notice it. The devil don't want you, he wants you to think that you're not getting anywhere. But I know I'm getting somewhere. Anytime we get in under the devil's skin, oh, you're doing something. Anytime you can cause him to, uh, to be angry or upset. You're doing something and you're getting somewhere. So continue in prayer. I will continue. And I pray you will continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. So prayer and thanksgiving goes together. As I pray, I'm saying, Lord, I thank you. I'm praying about this and at the same time, I'm thanking God for it even before I get it, even before it happened, even before it, it come into fruition. Uh, I'm thanking God for it all the time. I'm thanking God right now for a church full of members and they're not even here yet. Amen. So he's a continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. You just keep on praying. And keep on giving God thanks. Now he goes on said in verse number three, he said, uh, with all praying, also for us. Now look at the word with all praying. That means in addition to praying, keep on praying. Here's something that I want you to also, to, in, in addition to praying, continuing prayer with thanksgiving, uh, 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 with all mean, uh, uh, mean, in addition to that, add this to it also. Also pray for us. That God will open unto us a door of utterance. So Paul said, in addition to keep on from praying and continue in praying and giving thanksgiving, pray for this too. Pray that God would uh, open unto us a door. Somebody say a door. Paul was asking uh, the Colossian saints uh, uh, to keep on praying and then also pray that God will open a door for us. I don't know about you today, but I, I, I want to use just for a subject, uh, praying that God will open unto us a door. You know, what, what is a door? A door is an entrance a place, uh, where you can go in and out, give you opportunity to, to go and access something. And so here Paul asked the saints, he said, pray that God will open unto us a door. I don't know about you all this morning, but it's my prayer, and I'm praying that God will open a door for you. God will open a door for me. That God will open a door for the ministry here at our church. And that's what Paul is saying. He said, pray that God will open a door unto us of utterance. Uh, uh, utterance. And that word uh, utterance means an opportunity to speak. Open a door that I get opportunity to speak the mystery of Christ uh, for which I am also in bonds. That verse 4 said that I may make it manifest, make it known as I ought to. So pray that God will open the doors so of Paul will ask and say, pray God give me opportunity to speak to some people. Pray that God give me an opportunity to go over here and run a revival. Somebody may just get saved. 
Pray to God, give me opportunity, even if it's just one person that might be going astray. Pray to God, uh, open a door to, to just put me in, in the right place at the right time so I can help somebody as they travel along this way. That's what Paul was asking Colossians to do. Pray to God, open the door. And that's, that's my prayer today as we come into the close of this new year. It's my prayer. That God will open a door. That's, that's all we need is a door. Uh, open the door. You know, I just want God to open the door. I go in. God to just give me opportunity. That's all we need. You just need opportunity to, to, to get inside the door. Somebody said, if I can, I heard people say, man, if I can just get my foot in the door. You know, you, I do the rest. I know what to do once I get inside. And this is what Paul is saying. Pray that God will open the door. And, and Paul knew exactly what to do. Once God opened that door, he knew what to do after that. I'm going to talk about the Lord Jesus. And this is what the devil don't want us to do. The devil don't want us to have opportunity to talk to people about Jesus. But we're praying that God will open that door. Open somebody hard. There are some hearts out there that, that, that needs to be opened and so we can talk to them about the Lord Jesus. Now he goes on to say in verse number five, now he said, walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. This is very, very important. Walk in wisdom. As we walking in this world, as we living in this world, walking in wisdom is very, very important. People are so uh, 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 you know, messed up now. Uh, we have to be careful as when we talk to them and bring them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we got to present God in a in a professional way, in a good way that people will receive him. So he said, a walk in wisdom. As we talk about the Lord, we know what we're talking about. We don't talk about something I, I think or something I feel or something I heard. We, we, we know what we're talking about. So when we talk to people, we're going to talk to them. We're going to walk in wisdom. I want folks to understand that, look, we over here have been blessed by God, and we know what it takes for people to be saved. We know what it takes for people to get to heaven to have eternal life if, that's, if they want it. Now, if they don't want it, then they just don't want it. But we are walking in wisdom toward them that are without. And then it said, redeeming the time. Y'all see that? Redeeming the time. Rede that's very important that we redeem the time. We Redeeming the time means don't waste time. I, I really don't have time and sometimes we pray for our family members and uh, our relatives our neighbors and what have you but God said redeeming the time in other words the word of God is so good it's so precious it's so holy it's so righteous we have to redeem the time don't waste time with folk that don't want the Lord there are some people that uh, we all have wasted time, but I thank God we not continue to waste time. When you talk to people about the Lord and they don't want it, you got to redeem the time because the time is short. And we, have, we can use that time to find somebody else that, that really, really wants to know about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So uh, I, I love to talk to people about the Lord, but I don't want to waste my time. Amen, somebody? Because all the time and you put in with folks and laboring with them and praying for them and helping them and then they still don't accept the Lord, that's, that's really a waste of time. That's time I could have been spent with talking to somebody that really wants to know the way. So he said redeem the time. Time is very, very important. And once you lost 
You, you spent half a day talking to this man, and he ain't going to do nothing. You'll never get that half a day back. You follow what I'm saying? So that's why walking wisdom toward them or, or those that are without, and when you see, when you can have discernment of spirit, when you find out that people, uh, uh, they, they really want the Lord, God, ask God to show you. When, uh, when you put time in with folks I don't want to put time in with folks And, and then it's just wasted time So Paul said redeem the time uh, Because the days are even Now verse 6 said He said now let your speech be uh, always with, with grace This is very important So we're getting the Colossian saints here As you pray that God will open door for me Open doors for you that we get opportunity to, to speak to God's people. He said, now let your, your speech, your conversation, let it be with grace. In other words, what I say, let it, let it be with grace. God, God, show me what to say and make sure that I say the right thing, that my word be. Uh, then it goes in with grace and then it said with season with salt. Y'all y'all know what that means. Season with salt. You know, salt just season thing. You know, you're cooking something in your pot or your food. You got to put salt on it and give it season, give it flavor. In other words, so that without the salt, it, uh, it, it, it may be a roast beef. It may be you name it. Uh, it, it. It may be good stew. It may be good whatever you whatever it is you got going on. But if you leave the season out, it's not going to taste right. Y'all listen to me. You leave the season out. Leave the salt out. Leave it. Leave, 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 leave all the good ingredients out that you put in there to give it flavor. It's not going to. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. It's going to taste different. So he said, let your speech be with season. So when we talk to people about the Lord, we want to make sure we got all the season in our conversation. So uh, people can say, this is a good, wholesome conversation. Season with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. So here Paul is saying in this particular chapter, pray that God will open a door. That is uh, my prayer for 2024. You know, in 2024, I heard one man, he used a slogan. He said, if I could borrow it from, from Pastor Porter, he said, in 2024, let's love God more. How about that? In 2024, uh, you know, 23, we're on its way out of here. But in 2024, you all, I want to encourage you, let's love God more. And so Paul is talking about, Lord, open a door. Open a door. That's all you need is a door. If somebody, if the Lord just opened a door, I know what to do after that. So we're talking about praying that God will open a door, a door for our church, that we get opportunity to speak to people, put something on their mind, give them something to think about. Is it is it worth? Uh, uh, is, is your soul, is, is it worth? Whatever you're into, is it is it worth losing your soul over? Open the door, Lord, that we can talk to people, that we can share with them the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay, come on, let's go with me for in the book of Acts, Acts the 16th chapter. Acts the 16th chapter, Paul here, as he asked the Colossian saints to pray that God would uh, open the door. In other words, when open the door, he asking for really direction. And, and uh this is uh, all that we, we all of us want this. We all want direction <clears throat> from God. God, show me which way to go. Just lead me and guide me. Just direction. That's, you know, that's what 2024 should be all about. 
2024, I really want the guiding, the leading, and the guidance. Just direction. Lord, which way should I go? What should I do? We need direction. People need direction in life. Anybody here need direction beside me? I, I look to God for direction of what to do. Who to spend time with, who not to spend time with, what to do, which way to go, to the left or to the right. And so I'm praying for direction in 2024. And in, in Acts 16 chapter, we find here's a story where Paul actually received direction from God. And see, when God leads you, 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 you won't go wrong. You won't go wrong. You can't go wrong when God leads you. Praying that God will open the door unto us. Open the door unto us and to the church. Now look at it, chapter 16, uh, Acts 16 and verse number 1. And I won't read the entire uh, beginning at verse 1, but read that in your study time. This is where Paul really met Timothy in chapter 16, beginning at verse 1. And you're reading down, Paul met this, this brother named Timothy, and uh, he was, hell, his wife was, uh, they were Jewish people, but his daddy was a Greek. And, and so Paul really uh, uh, came in contact with, with Timothy there, and they created a bond, and he called him his son, and he taught him, and, 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 and he was uh, his, his uh, great helper to him in the body of Christ. But I want to start at verse number 6. Well, God really... Uh, uh, directed Paul and opened a door for Paul to go and do ministry because somebody was in desperate need of Paul's help. Verse number six said, now when they had gone through uh, throughout Phrygia, Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Spirit to preach the word of God in Asia, after they were come to Mysia and assay to go into uh, by there, the spirit suffered them not, and they passed by Mystia, uh, came down to Troas, and verse number nine says, and a vision, uh, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia, and this man he was praying, saying, "Come over into Macedonia and help us." And so Paul, here we see, he said, pray that God will open the door for me in my ministry, my teaching, that I can help somebody, that I can go in and, and show somebody, uh, uh, you know, the will of God for their life. And so here in chapter uh, 16, the book of Acts, God is doing just that. There was a man over in Macedonia, and this man was praying for him. God, send me somebody that can help me. Send me somebody that can teach me your word. Help us. No, he didn't just say help me, but he said, send me somebody over here. He said, look at look what the word said. He said, he was praying, saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. Somebody said, help us, Lord. That's all we need. And so this man was praying to God that God would send them some help. And I'm sure the help was spiritual help. They needed to know the will of God, the, the way of God for the life. He says, Lord, send somebody over here to help us. And, and verse number 10 said, and after he had seen the vision, God gave the vision to Paul. After he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go to Macedonia. So Paul got his team. You know, he said we endeavored. He wasn't traveling alone. He had his team members. 
those that were working with him. You all are my team members. And so uh, they endeavored. They got together, and immediately they, they went over into Macedonia, assuredly uh, a gathering that the Lord had called us uh, for to preach the gospel unto them. So these people over in Macedonia wanted to hear the word of the Lord. They really wanted to know about being saved. And so they were praying that God would send somebody over there to help them. And God came to Paul. God opened the door uh, for Paul to go over to Macedonia and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, you know, and that's what I'm saying this morning. We're praying that God will open a door for us that we'll be able to, to, to take the gospel to somebody. You know, there's a lot of folk that may not want to be saved. But there's somebody out there looking for a good church home. There's somebody out there looking for good brothers and sisters. Somebody out there looking for a good pastor, a good teacher that would teach them the word of the Lord. And that's what this man was praying. Lord, send somebody over here to help us. And God directed Paul to go down to Macedonia and take the gospel to those people. This is what we're praying for 2024. Lord, open a door for us. That we can take our teaching, the word of God, the ministry to people that really wants it. I, will, I don't want to take it to people that don't want it. To the people that don't want it, I, 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 bring, I bring the curses of Jesus Christ upon them. Remember the Bible said uh, 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 to everybody that accept the Lord Jesus Christ, the blessings unto them, and those that reject it, then, then curses be upon them. So we don't, we, we're not worried about those that don't want it. We know what, what's, what their uh, reward is. But there's some people out there that they're looking for a good ministry that they might join themselves to. A good, uh, 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 some find some good brothers and sisters that, that will encourage them to, to keep on traveling. Because you know, uh, uh, traveling this way, you, you got to meet good folk. You need good folks in your lives. Because sometimes uh, you, you can get weary with the journey. And you, you need other brothers and sisters of like faith. Amen. Of like faith. I need some other brothers to, to help you, brother boy, so you won't think you're the only one going this way. Am I the only one going this way? Is anybody else on this highway? Amen, somebody. Sometimes saints think they're the only one traveling this way. There's so many folks out there love Jesus. We just got to meet them. There's some more folks traveling this way. Don't think we're the only one. It's, it's just a few of us here, but there's tons and thousands of folks out there that's traveling the same way you are. And so this man was praying, send us some help over here. And Paul went down there and he preached the gospel of Jesus Christ unto these people over in Macedonia. All we I'm saying today is, Lord, open the door for upper room that we can take the gospel of Jesus Christ to somebody. There's, there's a Macedonia somewhere. It may not be literally this Macedonia, but there's another city, there's another neighborhood, there's another country. There's somebody out there want to hear the word of God. Because when you take a look at what's out there now, a lot of the preaching and teaching out there now is nothing but a, junk, must, a, a, a bunch of junk. They're not preaching anything. They're not, they're not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ anymore that would change men's and women's heart. They, they're preaching prosperity. A big house, a big car, lots of money. That ain't going to get you anywhere. But, you know, we, we want to uh, teach people about the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All that other stuff, it'll come later. But we, we want to make sure that they get the gospel. 
before all the material things. Because that's the main thing. Because all this material stuff is going to go away. You can have a big house, but one day you're going to leave that big house. You have a car, you're going to leave that car. All the money in the world, you're going to die and leave it to a fool. And what are they going to do? Throw it away. All you work hard for, what are they going to do? Go through that. They're going to run through it. And so the material things are okay, but we want to make sure that, that our priorities are in the right place. And that is we got to think about our soul salvation. And this is what this man over in Macedonia was doing. Come over and help us. Come over and teach us the word, Paul. Come over and tell us about the Jesus. Come over and help us live a better life. Be better productive citizens. Come over and help us. Lord, open the door for us to find those people in Macedonia that we might go over and share with them the word of the Lord. Amen. All right, I want to move just a little bit further. I ain't going to hold you long today. But now praying that God will open a door for us. Amen. I'm gonna, and I, I'm gonna, I want to give you this right here, and I'm almost done. There, there, there's nine signs. I'm going to give you just nine of them. There, there's a ton of other, but I'm going to just give you nine. There's nine signs that God is opening a door for you. Okay? Sign number one. Somebody said, how I know God is opening a door for me? Sign number one that you know God is opening a door for you. Uh, number one is opportunity. Backed up by the scripture. Now, when, 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 when if, if, if a way is being made for you, opportunity is being made for you, uh, that's a sign that God is opening a door for you. Now, all opportunities may not be a sign from God to you. Opportunities are coming to everybody's life. But I'm talking about opportunity that's backed up by the scripture. Now, me, uh, uh, opportunity come to me all the time. But it's, it's not the, the opportunity that I need. It's not the opportunity that I think that necessarily come from God. But sign number one that God is God. I said God opening the door for me is opportunity. And that opportunity is backed up by scripture. By the word. Now, me uh, being a driver, I can talk about myself. Me being a, a, a professional driver, I drive all over the country, all over down, every, summer, everywhere I go, but I come back home. Thank God for that. They, you know, I get calls. Use my phone. I get calls all the time from companies all over, everywhere saying, Thomas, come drive for us. We want you to drive our truck and tell me how much they pay. That's opportunity. Y'all feel what I'm saying? That's opportunity. They know I can drive that truck. That's opportunity, but that's not opportunity from God. Not at this point in my life. Can y'all say amen? Because at this point in my life, I'm trying to get out of that truck so I can do more work for God. So what I'm saying, how do we know that God has opened the door for you? Because of opportunity. And this opportunity is backed up by the scripture. So when God opened the door for me, and then I can look and find that, oh, this is the will of God right here. Man, I, I, I'm getting a chance to, to really talk to a lot of people about the Lord. Now, that's an opportunity, and that's a door God is opening for me. That's the kind of opportunity I'm looking for. I'm not looking for opportunity to drive somebody's truck. I'm a, no, no, no. That is an opportunity, but they're not the one from God for me. So, sign number one that God is opening a door for you, you can find that opportunity is in the Scripture. It's all right. Number two, how, 
Another sign that you know that God is opening a door for you is this right here. Answer prayer. When you're prayer, you've been praying for something. I'm praying for this and I'm praying for that. And Lord, boom, there it is. It happened. It come to pass. I got just what I've been praying for. That's a sign that God is opening a door for you. And after somehow, I thank God for God opening this door because I've been praying for this and I've been praying for that. And now I have it. God is making room. Somebody said, God making room. He's making room for me. He's opening a door for me. And that's what we want going into 24. We want answer prayers. I know you want your prayers answered. I want prayers answered. Things that I've been praying about. And as God answered them that I, I see and I realize that God is opening a door for you. And he's open, opening a door for me. Sign number three. How do I know God is opening a door for me? How do you know God is opening a door for you? Uh, confirmation. Somebody said confirmation. Number three, confirmation. You know God opened the door from you for you when you can get confirmation. Somebody can walk up to you. Confirmation from wise counsel. I follow what I'm saying? Not just confirmation, but confirmation from wise counsel. You, you, uh, uh, opportunity had come and, and somebody, wise counsel, come up and you, you and talk to you about what you're thinking about doing. Good advice from somebody and say, I think this is a good idea and, and what you're about to do, what you want to do. And you get wise counsel from a wise man or a wise woman and you can say, that's just what I want to hear. I was thinking about it. It was on my mind heavily. I was thinking about moving from here to over there. And here you come. You said the same exact thing. And I got faith in you and you're a wise man. You're a wise woman. So confidence, uh, 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 confirmation from wise counsel it's another way of knowing that God is opening a door for me when somebody can share and sell a word to me with me and it make good sense and show me that the decision that I'm about to make it is a good decision confirmation number three, excuse me confirmation number three is letting me know that God is opening a door for me but make sure the confirmation coming from a wise individual now because some people, they they can tell you, man, go and do it. Go and do it, brother. You think about quitting that job and going to work somewhere? Go and do it. And uh, just, you hear folks say, they say it like this right You hear folks say this right here. Uh, just do you. Don't worry about what other people say. Just do you. And and I thought long and hard about that. Just do you. That That's not good. Because uh, you don't just want to do you. Well, I'm just going to do me. Doing me will get me all messed up. Doing you will get you in the world of trouble. I don't want to just, 2024, I don't want to do me because if I do me, I hurt somebody. <laughs> I might push somebody out because folks are saying a lot of this about me, a lot of that about you. If I just do me, I hurt somebody. I just can't, I, got, I don't want to do me. I got to do God. Can you come out and say amen right there? I got to do God. So, uh, uh, number three, knowing that God opened the door for me is confirmation from wise people. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four, signs that God has opened the door for me is, uh, here's, here's number four, point number four. God has opened the door for me. Discomfort in your current situation. You, whatever you whatever you into, 
or whatever you're doing, and you you're feeling some kind of uh some kind of way about it. You feel it, just feeling uncomfortable about it. You're not you you you're not happy with it. You just discomfort about your current situation. What's going on right now? I'm not, I'm not all the way happy with it. I'm not just just satisfied with it. Just a discomfort. Uh, this is a sign that God is getting ready to open a door for you. See, see, God don't want you to get comfortable in a situation that's 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 not good. When God want to move you to another level, somebody said to another level. When he want to move you to another level, he got to get you uncomfortable with where you are. Amen, somebody. And you know, I've been feeling that kind of way lately. I've been feeling that way lately. Uh, Discomfort in in, in my current situation. Uh, Feeling a little discomfort. Uh, with 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 uh, the church right here, feeling a little discomfort with the current situation. I thank God for those of you that get up, put your clothes on, get ready, and come on to church. I thank God for you. Love you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my sister. Thank God for you. But but I'm feeling a little discomfort. I can't just be satisfied with your faith for a few. There's something in me that's boiling and, and bubbling and saying, you got to get out there and talk to some more people. You got to encourage more people to come to church and do the will of God. So uh, this is a sign that, that, that God is, is opening the door for you because he got you feeling some kind of way about the current decision, situation. I was... uh. And lately, I've been feeling a little discomfort there, brother boy. And uh, last week, last week, I, I dreamed uh, I was talking to two ladies. And I can, I can see them so good in my mind right now. Uh, I, 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 see, I remember, remember, I can't remember the name, but I, I, I saw their complexion. They were two light-skinned ladies. And both of them were talking to me about the church. And I wasn't talking to them about the church. That was last, week for last. And, and then last week, I dreamed I was talking to two more people about the church. So since I, I'm feeling a little discomfort about the current situation, I want to change it. That, that's a sign that God is getting ready to, to open a door for me. Open a door for us. A little discomfort in the current situation. Number four. We'll move on. I'm almost done. Nine signs that let you know that God is getting ready to open the door for you. Anytime you're feeling a little discomfort, God ready to move you. God ready to do something. God wants you to do something. He won't take you to another level. I want all you. Don't get so comfortable at, at, at the level that you are, especially if you want to move to another level. God can't move you to another level if you're satisfied. Am I making sense to anybody? If you're satisfied with what you're doing and what you got, God don't, he ain't going to just take you to another level if you don't want to go there. So discomfort in your current situation. Uh, point number five, uh, a sign to let you know that God is getting ready to open the door for you is an opportunity, uh, uh, opportunity to come your way that you didn't even ask for. Sometimes God will just, just, just make a way for you to walk into things and, man, I, I really wasn't looking for this. Sometimes God has a way of just, just making a blessing fall in your lap. Well, I wasn't looking for it and I wasn't praying for it, but look how the Lord has blessed me. That's God opening the door for you. 
God opened the door for you. I wasn't, I wasn't looking for, sometimes uh, you say, well, I wasn't looking to get a better car. Well, it run pretty good, but you know, it, 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 you know it, 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 it gets me to point A and point B, but sometimes God will open the door for you to get something better. And you say, well, I wasn't really looking for it. That's God opening the door for you. Opportunity that you didn't ask for. I had, I've had folks in my lifetime that, that blessed me with things. And I wasn't even looking for it. It's God opening the door for you. Opportunity that, that you didn't even ask for. Maybe you, you know, y'all follow what I'm trying to say. Uh, opportunity that you didn't ask for. You didn't ask for this. You didn't ask for that. But, but God, God made it possible. Here it is. I, I, I got a preacher friend of mine that they doing ministry. He's living out in a, 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 a Virginia. And they got a great ministry going on. And uh, he got someone who was well to do, donated to their church 10,000 acres of land. He wasn't out looking for 10,000 acres of land. But this man, a millionaire, who had it and wasn't doing anything with it, and he said, well, I want to give this land to the church. And, 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 and he, he, he signed everything that needed to be signed and donated the money to the church. Now the pastor said, we got all this land. This is an opportunity I wasn't looking for. You know what we're going to do? We're going to build a school. We're going to build a huge school that, that educate our children and have a Christian school right here. So, so when God gave me to open the door for you, that means opportunity to come to you that you didn't even ask for. That's all I'm trying to say. That's a sign that God trying to open a door. It's opening a door for you when opportunity comes that you didn't ask for. Okay, point number six. Sign that God has opened a door for you is God come to you sometimes. He speak to you sometimes in dreams. God, God ever came to y'all in a dream? He come to you in a dream and just, just give you dreams about things that you're going to do. Things about dreams about things that are going to happen to you. I, I have dreams all the time. I dream so much. I tell, I, I tell sister girl sometimes, I have dreams so much I'm just sick of dreaming. I say, is all this stuff going to come true? All the stuff I dream about church, all the stuff I dream about ministry, all the things, dreams I dream about doing for God. And, and, and well, it hadn't come to pass yet. And I, I tell God sometimes, Lord, I dream so much. I told God, I said, I'm just sick of all these dreams that you have gave me. I've dreamed that I can't, I, I can't even begin to tell you what I've dreamed about ministry. And I wake up and I say, well, Lord, you gave me the dream. Now, when is it going to happen? So, uh, when, here, here's a sign that you know that God's getting ready to open the door from you. He come to you in dream, and he gave you dreams of things about things that are uh, concerned with what he's getting ready to do. Point number seven. How do we know God is getting ready to, God has opened a door for us? How do we know God has opened a door for us? Because the things that he's going to do for you and he's doing for you, it bless others. See, with what God going to do for you when it bless other folks, this is a sign God opened. It's not just going to bless me. 
See, it's not just going to bless me what God is doing. The door that God going to open, I know God opened the door for us. And uh, it's, it's not just going to be a blessing to me, but it's going to be a blessing for everybody. It's going to bless you. You're going to get better. You're going to be blessed. She's going to be blessed. Everybody's going to be blessed. This is a sign God opened the door for you. It's not just for me. It's for everybody. It's going to help folk. And whatever God's going to do to help folk, this is a sign God opening the door for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. He want you to help people. That's a sign he opening the door. God know what his people need. People are struggling. People are hurting. And God will open the door for you. God will put you in a position where you can help somebody. Anybody want to be like that? That always have been my prayer. I said, Lord, put me in a position where I can help somebody. I helped a whole lot of folks in life. And I'm going to help some more. You know. Everybody, somebody in our church, and just in church general, somebody in the church need to have a lot of money. Amen, somebody? <laughs> Y'all listen to me? Ain't no sense in all of us being poor. Somebody here need to have some money. Am I making sense? I pray that to the Lord. I said, Lord, somebody in this church need to have some money. Now, everybody ain't going to be well-to-do. But somebody in this church need to have some money. And I said, Lord, it might as well be me. <laughs> Y'all listen to me. Oh, it might as well be you, Brother Ivory. Somebody here need to have some money because we need to get something fixed in the back. We, we, you know. Somebody here need to have some money. Y'all hear sister over there talking about they were poor, came up poor, and she was uh, didn't have a whole lot because stepdad didn't do right. Somebody need to be have some money in your family, girl. <laughs> Amen. Somebody. And so here, 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 my point is, I know God has opened the door for us because it, it, for you and me because it blessed other folk. Amen. Now, my prayer is, brother Over, if, if God don't give me that money, my prayer is that he give it to you. If, if God don't give me that money, my prayer is, Sister Ivory, that God give it to you. Somebody need to have some money. You know, since all of us being broke. Am I making sense? So it, it don't make me no different who have it. Whether I got it or you got it, Over, because I know you got it. You my friend. That the, hey, we going to get it fixed back there. Whatever need fixing back there, we're going to get it fixed. Or uh, the yard need cutting, we're going to get it cut because, bro, oh, we got the money. I just want the Lord to bless somebody with the money. It don't matter who. Parker, you can have it. I don't care who got the money. When somebody said Parker got the money. Well, Parker, parking lot, we need to pave it. We need to put some asphalt out there, man. I don't care who got the money, but somebody need to have it. You know, since all of us being broke. And so that's when we know that God is opening a door for us because it blesses others. Okay, point number eight is how we know God is opening a door for us. It brings peace. So when God is doing something with you, not only bless other folk, it brings peace. Man, peace in your family, peace with you and your wife. Peace with you and your, 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 your husband. Peace with your children. Peace with the neighbor. What, whatever it is that you, is going on, it brings peace in the family. And that's what we need now. 
There's so much violence going on. If man of God bless me to open up and start something and it just give everybody happy. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody fussing and everybody getting along. I know God opened that door to bring peace to our minds. All right. That's number eight. No, number nine, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to read one more scripture and then I'm going to let you go. Uh, uh, point number nine that we know that God has opened the door for us is it's confirmed through prayer. So what, what, what you're going through, what I'm dealing with in prayer, when I hear God's voice in prayer, God is speaking to me, a relationship with God in prayer, and God, God con continue to, to tug at my heart, and we are communing with each other in prayer. Through prayer, it's confirmed through prayer about what God is about to do, what God is doing, and he's opened the door for me. So it's confirmed through prayer. I was praying about it, and God just gave me that blessed assurance in my spirit that it's okay. I got the red light. I got the green light to go on and do this. All right? It's confirmed through prayer. All right. So keep that in mind. Those are just nine opportunities, nine signs that let you know that God is uh, opening door for you. Opportunity, He answered prayer. It's confirmation, discomforting uh, opportunity you didn't ask for. God speak to you in dreams. It, it bless other folks and it, it bring peace and, and through prayer. All right, now my last scripture. I'm gonna let y'all go. We're gonna get ready and bring this new year on in. First Corinthians the, the the 16th chapter. First Corinthians 16 chapter. We still talking about we praying that God will open. Open doors. Open the door, Lord. Open the door. You open the door. I, I, I know what to do once I get in there. Because, see, God already done taught you. He already done gave you his word. And so he opened the door. If I can just get in some of these folks' doors. And I'm talking about the door of their heart. See, I ain't worried about going in the house now. I don't want to get in their house. If I can just get in the door, the door of your heart, God just allowed me opportunity to speak to your heart and talk to you about the Lord and the work of the Lord and the burden of the Lord, things we need to do for the Lord. If I can just get in your door. And that's, that's what you pray, your prayer pretty much was about, Brother Boyd, this morning, about your family, your family, my family, all other family. See, if, if, if God would allow the door of your family heart to be open, they'll, they'll come with you to church. But see, you, 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 it's hard right now. You, you're knocking at the door. You're knocking at the door of your family heart. And right now, their heart is closed. They don't want to go to church. Not just your family. A lot of our family, they don't want to go to church. The door is closed. The hearts are closed. And we got to pray to God if you just open these hearts so we can talk to them. Just talk. Just make some good sense about some things about God. These hearts are closed. And we want God to open these hearts up, brothers and sisters. Now, look at uh, 1 Corinthians 6 chapter. And look at verse number 9. I'm going to get right down to the point. Uh, verse number 9, uh, Paul said, For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Now, this, this is very, very key right here, and I'm closing on this, this verse. Paul said, a great door is open for me. And I'm praying a great door be open for you in your life. But now, I want you to understand, as God opened the door, look at what Paul said at the end of that verse. A great door and effectual is open unto me. It's, it's a great door and, and very effectual. It's open unto me. And there are many adversaries. 
You put up the trough. Okay, a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Now, 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 God gonna open the door, but He wants you to know that there are many adversaries. When I looked that up in the in the uh, the New Living Translation, it said a great door open to me, and, and, and but but I but I'm opposed. Many oppose me. So as 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 the doors are open, just remember, people gonna oppose you. They don't want you to do it. They don't want you to do it. God opened the door. The devil don't want me to get in there. See, if, 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 if God if, see if, if God opened the door and allowed me to get into these people's heart and just talk to them, I guarantee what we share with them, it going to make sense. And, and we can guarantee them that they're going to understand God's word because that's what teachers do, right? They're going to understand it. But, but he said, but there are many adversaries. The devil do not want me to talk to these folk about drugs, alcohol, staying out of church, doing nothing, staying home, not serving God, not worshiping God. He don't want them to hear me. God opened the door. A great door is open. But the, but the, but the enemies, the adversary are many. Every time I get ready to talk to somebody, I talk to them about the Lord. You know, they'll come to the Lord. They'll come in here. But the devil is so busy. As soon as they get out of your presence and get back home, the devil do everything he can to keep them folk from coming to God. The adversary is many. Living Bible said, many oppose me. Don't you know the devil is against what I'm trying to do? I can't let Thomas get to them people. I can't let I can't let them hear what he's saying. If they listen to what he's saying, they might just do it. The adversary is many. Many oppose me. Demons everywhere. They just, man, they don't want me to talk to folk. They keep you away from them. People tell me, I'm coming, but they can't never get here. <laughs> Hey, just some, I'm coming, Brother Johnson. I know you're a good man. I know you're a good team. I'm coming. But the adversary is many. The devil throws so many ideas in their head. The reason why they shouldn't get up and come. Well, uh, the dog got out. Now you got to chase the dog. The adversary is many. And I want to encourage you all. Don't allow the enemy going into 2024. That put all them crazy ideas in your head because he don't want you to come to hear the word of the Lord. Don't let him, don't, don't let all these little bitty things stop you from getting to God. So a great door is open, but, but many oppose me. You know, when Paul taught the word of God, everywhere he went to teach people, the folk were ready to hear, but there were always a group of people. A group of people that were the, the authority, whether the scribes or the Pharisee or, or the elected official, it always was a group of people that come around trying to break up Paul's meeting. Oh, y'all stop this meeting. Oh, he, they didn't want Paul to teach the folk the word of God. The average, he said, the adversary meant it. Yeah, every time God opened the door, the devil standing at the door. You going in there? Y'all going up in there? I remember when we first, I'm going to say something, I'm, I'm close. Uh, when we first came back to church, you know, called COVID, when COVID came, we was all, all out of church about two years. And uh, uh, when we were coming back, when they, when they said we could finally come back to church safe, you know, and we practiced social distance, try to do everything we can, just keep getting colds and sick and what all that kind of stuff. And I never forget, there was a man out there going down the street, and we were coming back to church, and uh, 
a brother was coming down the street and he saw us coming in the church and you know what he said to me? He said, Y'all, y'all, y'all going, y'all going to church? I said, Yeah, we 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 coming back to church. We going to church. He said, Oh man, good luck. So what he was trying to say was they don't they don't scare folks so bad about with COVID and going to church. Folk were scared to go back in the church because folk were putting word out that COVID was in the church. So they were scared so bad. I ain't going to church. COVID in there. I had some friends work with me. I said, y'all going back to church yet? No, man, we ain't went back yet. Man, I ain't going back up in there. So we got everybody scared. COVID is in the church. And so uh, as God opens doors, opportunity, the devil is standing there frightening people not to take the opportunity to go. Don't go to church because COVID is at church. COVID is not just at COVID everywhere. COVID at Walmart. You ain't stop going to Walmart. COVID at Kroger. Every time I go down the aisle, somebody call. <laughs> I go down the other aisle. COVID everywhere. They ain't stop folks from going where they going. And so as God opened these doors, the adversary is many trying to get folks not to, uh, you know, take the opportunity. So we 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 gotta pray. We gotta pray, and we gotta bind the devil, cast the devil out. You know, we can't live like that. You know, people got we how people gotta get to God. And COVID is one way the devil came up with to get folks away from God, and they ain't came back yet. They ain't come back yet. I don't know what it gonna take for to come back to God, but COVID broke them up. COVID tore all our churches up. I got preachers together. I mean, big churches. Them folks ain't come back yet. I was talking to one man. He said, Thomas, it just ain't your church. They ain't come back. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. They all died. Away. I know all of them ain't died. All those folks ain't dead. Them folks done got lazy and, and, and gotten out of, just gotten out of the habit of getting up, going to church on Sunday morning. And it's hard to get them back in that groove. So we praying that God will open the door in 2024. Give the Lord a hand praise. I'm done. Amen. I hope I said something to encourage your heart on today. We thank God for those of you that join us. We thank God for you listening. Continue to pray for us. And it is our prayer that God open the door for you. God open the door for us in 2024. So 2024, we're going to love God more. We thank God for each and every one of you today. I want to encourage all of you all to be, be safe going into this new year. I want to encourage all of you uh, just be careful. Uh, because, you know, as, as we looking for the new year to come in, there, there's, there are fools out there everywhere. They bringing in the new year uh, the stupid way, shooting and drinking. And, and believe me, somebody is not going into 2024. I want to encourage y'all as you go home, be in prayer. Just be wise, uh, understanding, and uh, uh, do the right thing. Stay away from your doors. Don't stand in front of no door. Don't stand in front of no window. And just be praying and looking for the new year to come in. We're not going to do anything stupid. So we're going to be uh, wise children of God. Be very, very careful. Don't be outside on the front porch trying to see what's going on. Folks shooting, uh, shooting fireworks or whatever. Just we as Christians, we are wise and smart. Do the right thing. Be in your house and be in prayer and, and look to God to bring you until the new year. All right. So God bless you until next time. It's my prayer. Uh, join us, Lord willing, uh, Wednesday at 630. And that'll be our first Bible study uh, in 2024, the Lord's will. So until next time, it's my prayer. God bless you. Goodbye. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. 
Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.